Bud, we're now late because you were covered in horse shit. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I was, yeah, I was knee deep in it, so I was. Ah, just cleaning out the horses and getting the stuff ready. We put, let them out in the morning, clean out the shed, and then or clean out the stables, and then uh, get all the grub ready for the night time. You have to, have to put them in uh, this weather because it's cold at night. So yeah, we Horses bring... have a temp- body temperature for you know that? You dropped out there. I didn't hear the actual temperature number. Horses, horses have a, a 40. 40? More than us. Yeah, what are we? Yeah, so they can withstand 30, 37 and a half, yeah. yeah. So they can withstand the cold a bit better, you know? Right. We had to bring the, the dogs in because, uh, yeah, obviously it's getting cold again. But, but because there's obviously some sort of hedgehog burrow if the hedgehogs burrow under the dog house because they have uh, dismantled the floor out of their, the dog pen <laughs> looking right. and, and, uh, and we found he- dead hedgehogs so i assume that's what's going on but i'll tell you just the one of our dogs the older dog like she's oh she's at least 900 at this stage in dog ears she's bl- <laughs> blind deaf you know all these things but um so it's very hard to get her in there to go for you know wheeze and poos or whatever so during the night she uh she she let a juice. <laughs> she, she left ah. us a present this morning. Oh my god! Can you get that smell <laughs> out of the house? Woo! <laughs> it's unbelievable. So uh, immediately, yeah. uh, finesse is on the phone looking for insulated dog dog houses. Out, back out. <laughs> so yeah, oh, it's nice having the dog. You know- It'd, be, it'd be great to have the dogs in the whole time, but they're just. Filthy animals, essentially, aren't they? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our fellas in, inside all the time. Well, unless we're home and we, we let him out, but like, and does he get up on the couch well. and all that stuff? Or does he no, him? we don't let him. He does though. He sleeps on it when we're not around, but yeah, then we give out yeah. to him. He's a fucker, man. He's he's like a well, he's like the fucking velociraptors from fucking Jurassic Park. He's after figuring out how, how to open doors. Oh no way! And it's not a fluke as well. It's not a fluke as well. He's done it like like we we've driven home, open the gates. And there he is on the lawn. It's like, how the fuck do you get here? And then we look around the house then, and there's only one on the well, there's, there's a side door and a back door. But like, he's able to put his head under it and lift up the handle and, and get out on the fucking thing and then jump over the gate. He's smart. And he's done it here as well. Right. Now, he's actually opened two doors here to get out into the into the <laughs> garden. And it's like, what the fuck? Were, like, were you in the prison breaker when you were in the past life or something like that? Yeah, you know? Steve McQueen, fucking the dog. Mad. <laughs> it's great um, yeah man the horses the horses oh, I love doing it because the fucking you go down there and you're just and it, like the job is it's easy you're just mucking out you're mucking out mm. and, and, and you're giving them the food for the, for the eating but like the silence is deafening Thomas Thomas what am I saying Tommy <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting emotion here I'm using your full name and uh, it's, it's it's awesome like the, most people would hate that job hate it because it's cleaning our shit but like I'm just like in my element, just going, this is so peaceful and quiet and lovely. And I don't care if it's harsh shit. I don't give a shit that it's harsh You're shit. You're essentially it's turning wonderful. into a, um, a Himalayan monk or something, aren't you? Like some sort of Zen <laughs> monk that just goes out and, yes, I'm one with nature cleaning the horse shit. You know, I, I, well, I am the horse yeah, shit. The horse shit is me. <laughs> I'm essentially I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning myself, cleaning the universe. <laughs> no, I don't mind the horse shit. Horse piss though is fucking stinking. You know, that oh, horrible, yeah. strong, am- am- ammonia smell. Yeah. It's yeah. horrible. Same, you get that with cats as well. Don't you? you don't get it so much with dogs. Yeah, cats it still smells, it smells just a dog, dog piss, I, really. I don't mind. Like, I'm allergic to cats, but cats fucking love me. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck it is about it. They're just like, as soon as I walk in, like, 
don't know how many times I've been in people's houses and they're like, Jesus, that cat never goes to anyone. And he'd be sitting on my lap like two minutes after walking in. I'm like, get the fucking yoke off of me. They're just fucking <laughs> pussy magnet kind of bullshit. But um, no, they're grand. They're grand. They're grand. I, I, I like them, but I like, I like dogs more, I have to say, because dogs are stupider. You know, yeah. cats cats think they're fucking top of the pyramid, you know. And they are, I suppose. But like, oh, yeah. I, you know. Well, they are. But I mean, if the, animal- the cats definitely have pet humans. You don't have a, a pet cat, you know. like Ah, for sure. That's the thing. Like, it's, weird. it's weird that like, you know, here's a pet who like, you know, depends on you for its survival, but it's like, it, it thinks it's smarter than you, you know, and yeah. it looks down on you. And I can't be having that. So I don't <laughs> like people who look down on me. You know? I will eat you <laughs> if you die. <laughs> Very quickly. Well, yeah, but all, all animals. Will, dogs you know. don't, though. It's dogs will stop. No, no, that's, that's, it's not true. It's oh, is it not? Okay. It's not true. We just no, want no, to think that true. about dogs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We want yeah. to think that. I, I, I looked it up. I looked it up. And no, a dog will definitely eat you right. <laughs> if he's hungry enough. Of course he would, you know. Yeah, I was having a conversation yesterday with there's a girl staying here. She's building a house there beside where we're working and um in the monastery, is it? Have you heard of this? In the monastery, yeah, yeah, in the monastery. (laughs) She's also into Zen. But um I was looking up something. She she was telling us last night something was on Teddy about dreaming or something like that. And she was telling us that she only dreams in black and white. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people only think visually in black and white as well. It's not as mad as people who don't have an internal dialogue when they read. What's wrong with those people? Like, that, just, that's I don't that's insane, isn't it? That's yeah. so hard to figure out. Like Thomas no, Sheridan. Hello, You're back. <laughs> hey, hello. Hello. Oh, we can't see you. What's what's wrong? I'm on I'm on I'm on the thing. What's wrong? You alright? Okay, he has a big axe here. Oh wow. Machina. That's so cool. I was doing the wife. Get out, <laughs> <laughs> Remember the we said, come in and I'm lovely. The, the wife comes in and I go. Bye, Medina. Remember we were saying um, a couple of weeks ago that we were going to lower the quality of all our uh, uh, posts. <laughs> no, it now just Mission says, uh, family time. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah, did this thing. This thing. It's um, 12 percent of people uh, dream in in black and white. So it's right. you know not enough. So and I fell down a rabbit hole looking up fucking research papers and stuff like this. And apparently there's four reasons, I think. Did I write them down? I did write them down. Um, where well, you look here? for that, Thomas uh, Sheridan uh, says on one of his products. videos that, you know, the people who don't think or don't have the internal monologue thing, that yeah. they're not actually real people. <laughs> they're, not, they're NPCs. They're not real. Thomas Sheridan's a terrible human being. So he's, uh, he's, he's, he's a very he's, unique um, individual. I'll, I'll, I'll be more charitable than you. I'd say he's unique. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of checked in with him there recently and uh, I went, oh yeah, let's let's not do that. Yeah. Let's run away. I mean, <laughs> look, look, his occult knowledge is outstanding. It is. You know, it's he knows his shit. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, his politics him a, is Him is, as a person. Is yeah. Horrible. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that's the thing. Yeah, I did no, spend a lot of time with him, as, as you know, la- last uh, whatever it was during the lockdown. Just mostly listening to his magic stuff, whatever. But it's just like it's good. I know we keep talking about this, you know, the John Lennon thing of the the bad person or the thing, or whatever. Like, I think it's a bit too much in, in Thomas Sher- for me, me personally. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit too definitely. much for me. Yeah, he's not yeah. quite. He hasn't quite written Imagine. You know what I mean? <laughs> to, to justify, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Anyway, come here, come here. I want to tell you about this dream stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I found out. So, th- so it's twelve percent of people, and there were studies done in the in the sixties when color television uh, started to become um, 
more popular or pe- people had more access to colored television. And so they started doing these um, um, research into people who, who dream in color, don't dream in color. And it turned out that prior to the invention of television, most people dreamed in a kind of sepia. All right. colored, colors weren't as pronounced in dreams before uh, television. So that's oh, mad. Like our right, dreams have right, changed right. because of... Uh, and um, the other thing then was um, you could be a psychopath if you dream in, in black and white. That got yeah, a good yeah. reaction from her. Yeah, that's, that, that um, seems true. Yeah. Uh, no, it was the, you know, there was only three things. And the third thing then was um, in some, on, on a couple of woo blogs that I came across. And the argument is that when you dream of black and white, you're seeing the world uh, or you're interpreting the world uh, how your conscious and your subconscious sees things. So one is black and one is white. Oh, okay. So and it means it means that you're in alignment yeah, with I'm, both I'm, your subconscious I'm and unconscious. I'm not that at all. <laughs> I mean, oh, but it's a cool idea. It's a cool <laughs> idea. But I mean, it's, just, it's, it's like, yeah, so like this picture, you know, I have my head, I'm dreaming about my dog or whatever. Oh, and it's black, white, and that somehow. Uh, I don't know. That's one of those things that's uh, so... Sounds so ludicrous that it probably is true. You know that kind of way that it's just like that's yeah, definitely exactly. not true. That's, and it that's is what true. I always think is well. yeah, yeah. that's it's so bizarre that it's like yeah, that's probably real. <laughs> Do oh, blind people, blind from birth people, um, have any sort of visual dreams? I assume not. Did it? Like, okay, I, like I if, if so. Telly no, has turned, if Telly has turned our dreams from black and white or sepia into or sepia, whatever way that's pronounced, into colour, then I assume. They, they, they don't. I wonder, yeah. yeah. I'd love yeah. to have, um, you know, like, you know, in the next 50, 100 years, whatever, when we become cyborgs, we'll all be able to experience, uh, what's the thing where you see, where you feel colours? Uh, synesthesia. Synesthesia, yeah. That's the mixing of the sense. It's not just that you, like, you'll, uh, you'll smell whatever, or taste uh, colours, or you can you smell, smell blue. blue yeah. <laughs> In the mask. It'd be yeah. cool to experience it for like an hour or two, and then it would just wreck your head. Well, there's one <laughs> fairy, it would wreck your head. Well, well, not if you've, that's all you've ever known, you know, so it's, it's just... Well, of course. There, yeah, there's yeah. one thing that I can kind of understand it a wee bit, in that when you do, and you might have found this with learning music and stuff like that, that certain um, notes or certain keys tend to evoke a colour. Like for me, the key of A is red. You know, which is quite strange. Yeah, yeah. D is oh. brown, yeah. Um, and but it's odd. Then when I went uh, looking into, you know, learning some sort of perfect pitch, uh, Rick Beato wouldn't be helpful. Uh, wouldn't be. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't agree with that. Um, relative. But do you, you know, there's, you, you know, but there's it, stuff it's like, it's done by by colours. And I was going, oh well, I can't yeah. because A for it was blue. I was going, well, I'm not getting bored with that at all. Come on. <laughs> no, you should look that up when, when you're when you're listening back. Look it up and see how it ties into because the tree of life. Life yeah, no, I did. I did, I did look it up. With, um, yeah, so so did the chakras as well, and they don't and they didn't line up for me. Didn't match up with you, know. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're on. Maybe you're living on a different wavelength, man. Yeah. You know. I'm, I'm on um, uh, you, four, four three two, not four forty. Five G coronavirus everywhere. Yeah. We're all gonna die. Um, you following this monolith story? It's fucking amazing. Yeah, vaguely, like kind of, it's um, that's what three of them now is it? Is am I right or was it two of them? So no, no. So there was there was one in Utah, yeah. and then it disappeared like a couple of days after it was discovered. Right. And since that's gone missing, the new one has turned up in Romania. Nice. <laughs> and and there was something else I saw today. Someone in Utah had taken a photo of a, like a UFO type thing, and um, it was this massive. It looked like between ten, kind of two cloud, like a higher cloud and a lower cloud, but there was this black column, like a monolith, 
oh, in nice, between nice, nice. the two clouds connecting them. And it's like, this is, this is odd, man. Something's going to happen. Something's going to happen December 21st, man. Something's going to happen. Yeah, We're getting I, I, I kinda, up here. I'm getting, getting <laughs> excited. But I also go, yeah, what's going to be is they're going to release uh, announcement that they're remaking 2001 and it's all been a big uh, product placement. Do but that. that's all of these exciting that. things tend, tend yeah, out to be quite. Do or, what well, to go full conspiracy, what it was. That's what they want you to think. So right now there's a meeting going, right, we have to pretend that this was a plan. We'll have to remake 2001 because there's monoliths just popping up everywhere. We'll we, we quickly, quick, get a film, get a film in, get someone, get someone to direct it. Can we make a three-hour epic in the next fucking 12 days? Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes we can. Show <laughs> off money, of course you could. Yeah. I think it's that. And, and I, I hope it's, I hope it's like KLF type. Not ah, yeah, prank, some, but... Yeah. yeah. Ritual thing. prank type of thing. things I, like I, the Georgia Stones. Have you ever looked into them? They're quite weird. No one really knows what they are, but they're they're basically instructions for what happens after the apocalypse or when there's been some sort of huge culling of the human race. Again, I mean, it's definitely written by a Christian. There's no question of it, given the uh, type of wording and there's stuff. There's stuff on up in um, you know that that seed bank. There's or there's a couple of seed banks up in Nordic countries. Have you mm. heard of these? Yeah, but they the, have. They have similar things. They've had to come up with. Oh, I was watching a thing about this in the documentary, but it was only mentioned for. They only spent about five or ten minutes on it, but they were saying that like. They they're trying to come up with it uh, with some sort of system or code or language so that like if humans all die out, then these will still be there for what comes along next. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. and and they're talking to like like it might be like that dogs evolve the fastest <laughs> and become like us so like we have Cats. to have something that will that that they can understand like you know yeah and it's like that's imagine that's your job what a fucking cool job you know what do you do i translate stuff into dog, <laughs> into dog yeah, or into cat language so basically it's designed you know for cat the cats right. that will uh, evolve so nothing is on a table so the cat <laughs> falling off the table upside the edge of the table <laughs> we put left all these seeds out for you why are they on the floor Fuck you, Stop Mikash. eating the seeds. Stop <laughs> eating the seeds, stupid bird. <laughs> mad. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking it's a mad world, Tommy. Absolutely mad. Um, yeah, I was tell you about as well. Yeah, we had an awful fucking session here last night, man. Fucking, I told you the father-in-law used to be an alcoholic. Well, you're always an alcoholic, aren't you? When you're yeah. an alcoholic, are you? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But every every now and again, he he gets the fuck gets a wind, and we drank a bottle of poutine last night between well, me and him mostly. And uh, that was fun. I had never right. seen him drunk before. And uh, but like, it's it's a mad thing as well to think that like, you know, a lot of alcoholics are like, oh, I can never touch it again. But like, I don't know. I think I think like, I wouldn't class that as falling off the wagon because he's so in control and he knew what he was doing. And he said, "Fuck it, yeah, you know, I don't, get drunk." It's, it's, yeah, it's hard to know because um, I also know alcoholics who. Well, definitely alcoholics who now have occasional drinks and are quite fine, or even one yeah. who's back to socially drinking. But I mean, there has to be a class of alcoholism that you're dealing with a problem or masking a problem, you're trying to sort a problem or not mm. looking problem. Mm. That when that problem goes away, that in some yeah. sense that the the need for the, the the thing has gone away too. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I'm like, I mean, well, I mean, I'm Irish, so I am practically an alcoholic, but <laughs> functioning, I'm functioning. <laughs> I think, but it's also that other thing of like that. It's um, it's only really a problem um, when you stop functioning with it, really, isn't it? Like, I mean, like there's so many functioning yeah, yeah, alcoholics yeah. that you know, you never even know about. Like, 
and you, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. sometimes you only hear about it years later that you know oh well you know Frank was you know, absolutely hammered every day at work he'd have a bottle of vodka while he drive, drove that ambulance you know for the last 30 years <laughs> or whatever it is you know and he's essentially fine I suppose <laughs> yeah it's a mad thing because he was bad like I mean there was I, I, she, I was telling us that the daughter was telling us one time that like they were going through family album photos of weddings and all and she was like oh that's nice Usually at weddings, I would find my dad under underneath the table. <laughs> right. No, I shouldn't oh, no. laugh, but like, but it was. But like, I think it's a. I, I'm I'm kind of bigging him up, or, or uh, because I'm kind of impressed that he got over that horrible part of his life, and when he wants to, he can still kind of dip his toe back into it occasionally. You know, like. Look, what does he say about it? Well, how how does he? Describe it or does he? Does he, had a, he, he had a bit of a hangover now this morning, all right. Yeah, yeah. I think driving was, was, was kind of hard for this morning <laughs> because there's ice everywhere and snow and stuff, you know. But no, he's fine. He's fine. But should look, I mean, you go out into the fresh air and fucking fill your nose with car shit. Hangover's gone pretty quickly, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So no, he's fine. Um, I don't know. Maybe for most, I, I don't know. I'm the same as you. Like, I, obviously, I, I know plenty of alcoholics. I worked for pubs and I worked in pubs for fucking 10, 11 years. Like, I know. <clears throat> Yeah. used to know tons and obviously some need to stay away from it but then other people can just kind of go back to it maybe he was having it he was going through a bad time in his life and alcohol was the crutch and that's gone I hope, I hope that's what it is anyway you know it's a weird oh, yeah, one yeah it's an odd one yeah it's, well, it's like and I don't know enough about it to be you know any sort of a try and speculate on the, the reasons why people drink but course, I know myself yeah. that sometimes you go through periods of you know you'll drink more than you know you don't think I've had periods where I haven't drank for a year and don't give a shit you know at all you know mm. like it's not the, it's not yeah. it's not that I'm constantly kind of going oh I'd love a drink but I'm not having one just you know whatever I'm reading books and, you know, yeah. or doing whatever thing and then yeah. there's other periods where you go find it very hard to go you know, it comes Monday evening you're going jeez I'd love a glass of wine you know and you're going like what <laughs> what it's Monday <laughs> Yeah, I was going to bed last night. It was half eleven or something, yeah. and Nixie says, "You want a drink?" I'm like, "All right, yeah." Well, I was, I was standing up. I was standing up, and the computer was closed. And I was going to bed. And he said, "You want a drink?" There was two other people here as well. You want a drink? I said, "Yeah, all right, yeah." Fucking half two then. Going to bed. Fucking locked. Oh. <laughs> I guess I was crying in my sleep. Never. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't remember anything. Oh, fucking hell. Anyway, um, you were telling me there during the week there's only two genders, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dropping a bomb there. Mad thing. Yeah, I don't know that whole thing. Well, where did that come out of? We were talking about something like that, but where was that? Probably I know where. What it came were out we of. watching? Uh, uh, what about watching? People are going mad about Jordan Peterson's new book, aren't they? Yeah, that's a very weird thing. Where, it, well, if it's to be believed, that the people in Random House, which is Penguin, right, um, started yeah. crying when they found out that uh, they were going to be publishing <laughs> Jordan Peterson's book. And, I mean, I the first know. one is bad. The first one isn't good. Okay, it wouldn't be bad. I don't. I don't uh, the second, it's the second one. It's going to be any improvement. This going to be his third one. Oh, sorry, second rules. book. The yeah. Twelve rules. Twelve rules of life. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of it to be honest, but only because there was Jesus has mentioned too much of it. And, you know, Jesus is a cool dude and all, but like, uh, my criticism of it was that be like, he focused a bit too much on that and not like other people to look up to. Kind well, here's thing, here's know. one of several problems uh, of Jordan Peterson as, as I see it. Um, even though I do enjoy a lot of Jordan Peterson, I will start that out. In that, when he goes to the whole kind of Bible as being the best representation of, 
you know, as a map to transverse consciousness or this world or whatever, he is still unable to ever say that there is some really terrible parts of it. Because even as an answer <laughs> to it, it's like he won't, like, I mean, he, you know, he kind of also has this thing where the, the New Testament kind of saves the badness of the Old Testament. Whereas with yeah. regards to things like slavery, it certainly doesn't because it still has the same continuation <clears throat> of, you know, how to treat your slaves, yeah. you know, or, you know, and there's like, uh, Jesus never said not to have slaves, you know, all this, what anyway, but, but the thing, or, you know, the whole Leviticus thing where it's just like, a, you know, here's all your rules for, you know, animal sacrifice, human sacrifice, um, appease this terrible God. And it's kind of answer to, to it is that um, if you look at sentences, then there might be some, you know, questionable things in it. If you look within its situation within the paragraph, maybe, you know, you, you could still probably make an argument, but with within the entirety of the structure of the Bible that it somehow fits in and is acceptable, mm -hmm. which is bullshit. Um, you yeah, know, totally. Yeah, bad stuff yeah, is bad stuff. If you say to someone, here's how to treat your slave, here's, you know, if you have, um, you know, sex that's the, different from, you know, have, you know, if you, if you have homosexual sex or whatever, then you should be stoned. If you, you know, have tarot cards and you read them, then, you know, you should be stoned or whatever, whatever it is. There's a lot of stoning going on. There's no context within that <clears throat> that allows, that, that, that makes that okay. And mm -hmm. I, he do, I don't think he would lose his point or his emphasis or his reading of things and his whole biblical lectures would be as equally as powerful if he said yeah there's a lot of shit in the bible that we really you know is not good you know and it's just it seems to be in so then in a sense he's a christian apologetic given though also that he's quite open to things like evolution and you know hundreds of other not hundreds i know several other things it seems very you know incongruent that he's still you know won't kind of just say that the bible isn't a, a you know essentially it's you know the word of God in some way. You know, even though he's definitely not yeah. saying that one, but he is saying. You know, it's kind of an infallible, edited together in such a way that it is a you know almost a a perfect work. And you just go, well, you know, there's a lot of shittiness in it. That uh, yeah, it's a weird one. Like I, I, I always kind of wondered with people with the Bible, like say, like if you think of all these like extremist um, Christians in 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 America, especially that like. You know, they set up their own churches based on one person's interpretation of the Bible. But it's kind of like, right, it all comes from the King James Bible, all of these newer kind of religions, you know. It's like, why why don't people go back to the actual source material and then set up something, you know, like actually go back and, 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 Greek, and, and whatever, instead yeah. of... No, but not, not even... Like even to, to go a step further and to go back to when the, they had the council in was Constantinople, I think, where all, all the cardinals or bishops and all oh, that no, together, yeah, and they decided which books, Nicaea, yeah, yeah, which books would make it into the, into the Bible eventually. And it's like, okay, why can't we just read all of the books that were yeah, in because, the original well, Bible? Because oh. the, the, it seemed at that moment in time when the books were chosen that that was also the will of God, and that was God choosing what books should be you know, acceptable and be, you know, put forward. Like, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I know, no, yeah, no, but I mean, it, like, <laughs> no. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying that's that's the answer. Like, that, that's that, that's that's the thing. But it's the same as when no, the... Isn't the, it funny that that, isn't it? funny that, like, people just went, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but you see, it's coming from a point of view and coming from a thing that that was... The thing we've talked about before, that if, say, it was 300 years ago and you're, you know, yeah. it, it, like... 
you don't have an opinion outside of Christianity and it doesn't seem that there is an opinion or a will or some other alternative because that's yeah. just the world you're embedded in. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, a lot yeah, of reasons, yeah. why was yeah. this last question? Because that's the nature of reality as far as you're concerned. Yeah. You know what I mean? That yeah, yeah, is course, how the structure of the no, world. I understand, I understand. Yeah. But it's, it's, no. it holds no, less water. But like, but like, it holds less water now. But like, because we know it's not the structure of reality. But say, but say like if, 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 say if me and you had the time and, you know, we could pay ourselves for a year and take a year off and say, right, we're going to go back and we're going to go through all the source material, all the 43 books that originally made up the New Testament. It was way more than that. It was like lo- Oh, whatever it is, yeah. you know. And, 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 you know, spend our time and come up with the actual rules here. And this is the proper uh, religion. This is it based on the source material, you know? Yeah. That'd be cool. We could be leaders, Tommy, me and you. <laughs> but it's not, it's not kind of like when the, um, the Nag Hammadi books came out and it was, you know, shown that these yeah. texts are older than the texts that we use in the Bible and stuff like that. And everyone's like, yeah. all right, yeah, whatever. We're not. They're not changing them. Yeah. <laughs> and I suppose Gnosticism, really the, the kind yeah, of the, the research into Gnosticism and that is um, that. But I suppose that, get, you know, this being the Peter Kingsley uh, podcast, that's kind of what Peter Kingsley's trying to do. It <laughs> doesn't go back to the source of where all this came from uh, and see what the, yeah. you know, what they actually said and what was the actual nature before it got turned upside down. Yeah, uh, of course. The, um, I'm, 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 I think I've only an hour or two left in the darkening age and I presume the last hour of references and shit like that, is it? Well, not an audiobook, no, it doesn't. I, mean, I suspect no, not the okay. actual book does, yeah. Because that, that, um, that would be a nightmare. Because it was interesting. Was. Recently, I, I finished um, Answer to Jove by Carl Jung, and uh, I was picking up, oh, right, I'll have to spend a few hours getting this finished. Because, you know, there's like, whatever. Uh, I'll, uh, for people who uh, are under radio edit this, which is everyone, I'm, I'm miming a small bit of a book that is left. Small micro-penis. <laughs> but it's like there was about 100 pages or whatever left. And I was going, grand, you know, get into it. And I, and I finished the, you know, the page and a half. And I went, oh, no, that's the end of the book. The rest was all... No, I, was going, I could have just finished this the last time I was, uh, you know, reading it. Thanks, Carl. Nice, oh, no, nice yeah. one. Nice one, Carl. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's, it's really good. The, the, the only... Little criticism I have for I think I said it before as well is that it only it only talks about um, the changeover I suppose from uh, paganism and the the old ways uh, yeah. to Christianity in the Roman world the Greek world and like the Near East Syria places like that so like I'd love I'd love a similar book that was on that paid attention to like what was going on in. France with the Celts and obviously Ireland with the Celts and then up in Scandinavia with the or the, or the, or the Celts the and um, Rome contemporary yeah like that that's it's that's what happened like yeah well I mean there was there was there was, the first crusade ever because people think of the crusades they think of the lads going off to fucking Turkey um, and to fight uh, Muslims but the first crusade was a Roman uh, Christian emperor who went after the um, the Celts in France. Right, that's the first one. It's not. It's not all that well known. Your man, um, the podcast I listen to, the, the Hardcore History. He has, mm. he has at least one episode. He might have two episodes about it, and it's fascinating. It's really, really good, and it's, it's just butchery. Just yeah, going yeah. in and just fucking wiping them off off the fucking planet, you know, bastard. Um, but sure, look, the, 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 the French about, not just immediately surrender, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they learned their lesson from this, and then every right, okay. time after right, that, okay. you know, this, this is the last the last time they stood. Um, I see at the minute the French are burning down Rothschild's banks, though, uh, having uh, plenty of rights. Right. Yeah. 
they're burning down banks oh, good. The, because of the um, you're not allowed uh, who's the other guy Soros George Soros George Soros yeah. if you look him up he's actually pretty cool he's a nice guy yeah, yeah, you know, gives, like gives away an awful lot of his money yeah. for things but yeah I think because they, they brought in the law in France <clears> that you're not allowed to film the police doing anything at all so Ooh, France really? basically started oh, writing and went on file yeah oh, good. well I mean that's the good thing about the French they will protest they would fucking ant them you know yeah, they will, I like yeah, that yeah. They're good at fighting um, among themselves. We... Just when you know the foreigner comes in, they kind of go, "Oh yeah, no, have have this, have this, please." <laughs> That's unfair to, to the French. Like, yeah. no, 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 it's, it's true. <laughs> well, half true. The yeah. Czechs, the Czechs are very similar. The Czechs, the, the reason Prague is so beautiful is because anytime it was invaded, they just went, "Yeah, all right, just uh, <laughs> don't touch, don't touch anything, all right, don't yeah. break anything, we'll do whatever the fuck is what. It's grand." We were listening to a fella complain about um, Catholics in Czech. There, a podcast you you sent it to me. What's his name? Peugeot. Oh yeah, John uh, Pajou, yeah, whatever name that's meant. So he had he had a podcast with this um, Christian writer, I suppose, and the stuff he was coming up about the Czech Republic was just a lot of it was wrong, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that, and was, he was, very, that was my first kind of introduction to Jonathan Pajou. He's it people who I like like him. Um, Alan Chapman uh, seems to have, uh, or at least watches him. I don't know how much he accepts or whatever. But I thought that was the first video I watched, and I was going like, hmm, "There's a lot of New World Order stuff going on in that." Like there really is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I watched like, that one and one other, and I think it's full of shit. To be honest, it's just—it's again, it's it's I, my my problem with him is my problem. I have a, well, most of them is that again he does he suffers from this, the Jordan Peterson thing of being embedded within the Christian morality and can't mm. see things that maybe there's something in the Bible that <clears throat> that one I sent you, which is I've been sent, I've been fascinated by him a reality what's his name rational reality or whatever the, the Stephen Woodward um, I've just been watching loads of his videos at the minute and he mm. his the latest video on Jonathan Bajol's um, feed is them debating and it's a really good debate because they're quite respectful to each other uh, um, but don't pull any punches you know and, and he, he, you know your man uh, Stephen goes straight to like um well, you know, homosexuality, what's that about? Well, you know, can you, like, and the kind of argument for Peugeot is that, well, maybe at one point uh, that it was, um, you know, it's better for society, to, you know, for people not to be homosexual, so it needed a law. And he's going like, right, fine. If Let's just take for a second, that might be true. It's not true now. So, you know, it's not a universal <laughs> kind of thing. And then he was kind of going in uh, around saying things like, um, well, there's plenty of... Uh, kind of wants and needs or desires that we have that are, uh, you know, prescribed as not to, you know, follow along. Basically saying that, like, homosexuality is the same as, you know, don't kill people. That it's, you know, it's another type of, or don't, you know, it's something that should be subdued. Or steal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> it's again, it's like, if God created these people, why did some people, you know, let's say God did create these people yeah, yeah, and that yeah. homosexuality is abhorrent. I'm not saying that, but for the sake of the argument, then why are some people getting an unfair deal on it? Why are you, your desires and wishes more in line with God and this other person's if we're all yeah, 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 yeah. all coming from the same thing? And just kind of, I would have more respect for him and I could, you know, because some of the stuff he says are brilliant. He has a great kind of uh, talk about the veiling and what it represents and you go, that the symbol, sim, you know, symbolic nature of all these different things. Some great, really insightful stuff. And if you just said, yeah, you know, I mean, we probably shouldn't, you know, throw stones at witches or we shouldn't, you know, Put, put people into slavery and you know maybe kill people who you know love differently than me yeah. or whatever it's like you know, you know the bible's not perfect but like look at all this good stuff and I go right I'm on board with that but yeah, no we'll yeah, let, you know yeah, I, I, I remember looking up something years ago about um, um, 
I think I told you about this before. Maybe maybe I just told you it wasn't on a podcast about the kind of um, penances that priests used to give out and, and, and stuff like that. And for um, what they would have turned buggery, it was no worse than um, stealing a loaf of bread. It was just go off there and say a couple of Hail Marys. Right. It wasn't. It's only it's only in the more modern times that it's a bigger sin, you know. Well, it does like, say it you should that be put, big of a sin. You should be then be put to death, though. Like I mean, that's in the Bible. That's it's not. That's you know, it's not. Yeah, the but same. it also says love your brother, kind of thing. But like the people who would the priests who would be against. Yeah, but the brother doesn't include foreigners, so it only inc- includes people within your clan. Yeah. And so everyone else can be a slave and everyone else can be treated shit. And you oh, can, okay. you're allowed to beat your slave to the point of once yeah. they don't lose an eye and once they don't die within a couple of days. But everything else is fine. <laughs> and there's no room for interpretation in that. You know, there's no, there's no context that that <laughs> no, fits no, into. No. That's, that's you, know, like, you know, like, oh, it's, you know, there's no trickster spirit to that. Just kind of, ah, you see, if you look at that deeper, what we're actually talking about is the feminine spirit. There's none of that. <laughs> it's just shitty, shitty man you know, being yeah. shitty to other man and claiming that you of know, course, God of said course. it was okay. But again, not to dismiss yeah, the, 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 the entirety of the, the Bible. There is, like, I mean, the archetypical story of Jesus is fantastic. It's great. You know, it's <clears> like, it's that whole thing of, um, although the, the, there's an answer to this, the, is that um, it's the worst thing that can happen to anyone, you know, that he's shunned from society, shunned from his family, shunned from thing, punished. Uh, beaten, uh, you know, murdered, and uh, he does it all voluntary, and you know he sees the injustice of the world and all that, and it's this archetypical. Ah, you leaving out one? You leaving out one? He, he had a ginger girlfriend as well. That's, <laughs> well, that's you know, worse than that. <laughs> well, the, the, the kind of um, because uh, John Peterson <laughs> bring this up in one of the Sam Harris um, debates, whatever those semi-scripted things are. Uh, but Sam Harris goes, yeah, well, there is one thing worse than that. What if it was involuntary? What if you didn't want it to happen? And he's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, there is that. Yeah, you know, yeah, what yeah. if that's sort of a, a bigger injustice? But, you know, archetypically, it, it, it's <laughs> it's a great story. And the, the resurrection, the three days, the man god, the sun god, all of these things are, you know, float down through it. So it's like not, you know, there's plenty of... Uh, Babies that should be retained, you know, with the with the bathwater. That should be a thing. But acknowledge the bathwater. That you know, that that that's just, you know, my problem with apologetic or what are the Christian apologetics? Not what it is. People are just fundamentally yeah. say that it's all yeah. Like, fine. Look yeah, at it's a mess. Yeah, it's a hard one to figure. I don't think we'll ever figure it out. But it's a hard one. It's a well. It's a hard one for me personally to figure out why people don't question it a bit more. Like. You know, I, like I, I love bringing up the thing about the like you can't eat shellfish. You know, to Christians yeah, yeah. and all because they're just like, no, it doesn't say that. It says, no, hold on, hold on, no, let yeah, me yeah. let me Google that for you. It says you can't eat shellfish. You can't mix. You can't wear mixed cloth. So like, yeah, look yeah. at you. You're yeah. supposed to be fucking denim Dan today, man. What the fuck are you doing with a fucking cotton shirt? Can't you know, have a tattoo. <laughs> no tattoos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just a bit. My come here. The, 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 to get back to the darkening, darkening age for a second, like mm. it's it's good and it's it's sad to think that so much was destroyed. But like, I kind of had this thought that it's 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 in our it, like even at a very kind of macro level, it's very very fucking human nature. Because like, as soon as you say, you know, if you move into a new house or a new flat or something like that, straight away you stamp your authority on it. You take down all the old picture frames yeah, yeah, and yeah. put up your own. You know. So, like even at that level, and I think it just kind of went a bit, little bit out of hand <laughs> with the 
with with with, with the Christians. When, I suppose when they the got difference the though is that when you get you know move into your own flat is that you've paid the deposit, you've paid the rent, you know, you've made it legal. If you just go into someone else's flat and start taking down your pictures, <laughs> no, course, removing no, the TV. Course, <laughs> no, but I mean, no, what, what I mean is that like, it starts something small like that, like, yeah. like putting up your own pictures and curtains and all that kind of stuff. But like when it gets out of control, yeah, 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 yeah then yeah. that's when you, but like, I mean, I, I, I sent you a picture during the week of down at the end of the road here. There's the one standing wall left of the old Sirkiev uh, church. What's Sirkiev? Um, it's the Polish word. Orthodox. Ukrainians. Mm. I told you before, Ukrainians and Poles used to share this part of Poland. And after World War II, there was the, the fighting continued between the ethnic Ukrainians and, 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 and the Poles here for, for control, you know? And a lot of churches were built. And it's like within, within the 10-minute drive of me, there's about four or five of them where there's only one wall Right. That remains of a church. Well, I was married. I, I sent you photos yeah, during the yeah. week as well. I was married in one of these churches. It's fucking gorgeous. It's beautiful. And it was lucky that it wasn't burnt down. But like, this is also kind of one of these dark and age things because they just wanted to erase the Ukrainian culture that had been here for, for so yeah. long. You know, U- Ukraine. Ukrainians. It's a, fasc- a fascinating history because like even the name um, Ukrainian comes from the U- Ukraine, which means. Um, it basically means people without a country or means people oh, of the right. border. Right. So they, they never really had a country. And then like, and then during World War II, the Germans says, look, help us and we'll make sure you get a country after World War II. World War II ends, Germans lose, the Ukrainians are like, ah, fuck. <laughs> well, we want the country. And yeah. So they kept fighting, you know. Horrible. Even in my little village here, there was a massacre. There was 30 people killed. Just right. herded into a shed. And uh, yeah, and... Um, yeah, yeah, it was the Polish army did it. Polish army herded people into a shed, tor- torched it, and uh, just just civilians, you know. But it was for retaliation for some. It's just always tit for tat in these civil war kind of things, you know. Um, horrible, really interesting story, but like just horrible shit went down, you know. It's um, it's my, but like, but it just shows you that like, you know, like like we're listening to this dark age book and we're thinking, oh Jesus, isn't it terrible what happened two thousand years ago or fifteen hundred years ago? But it's like it fucking happened down the road from me yeah, 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 60 yeah. years ago 70 years ago do you know human nature is a terrible thing when it gets out of control you know that why the, can't we all just get along I know, I know, you know? I know. I mean, Jesus Christ why can't because we're all okay, <laughs> what's wrong with us because we're in a, a a terrible universe it's the Kali Yuga that's the way it is um, the worst thing about the darkening <laughs> age is what what is the times and the places that we know nothing about that has been absolutely properly wiped like the cultures and things that we just have no yeah. recollection like I mean you know the whole reddish conspiracy of Tataria or you know this entire nation that's been wiped from yeah, history yeah, books yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, it's fun and whatever and it's definitely not true because you know there's evidence of a society or you know a culture that you know that yeah. it was and you know it's, it's not and that big of a deal the Tatars live in Poland there are yeah, Tatars who live yeah. in Poland that's who they are that's where they came but from but the kind they're of the idea of, people. the idea <laughs> of it <laughs> is not far-fetched that definitely has happened you know there's no, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. because of, of the dark age of Christianity and because of the prevalence of paganism I suppose and we can see it and we have evidence for it but there's definitely you know plenty of uh, tribes or cultures that have been just totally demolished and you know paved over and we, we never hear of yeah, yeah yeah which, I mean, yeah, of course. You don't even hear about that much of Byzant- Byzantium and stuff, you know. Byzantium—that's no, no. an awesome history, you know. But there's not a lot of it. Yeah, it's yeah. a very niche kind of thing. But the, Byz- by the Byzantines, Byzantinians were like, 
they kind of just realised that the game was up for their culture and they just went, uh, yeah, this isn't working. Um, so we'll just become Ottomans. You know, because yeah. they had to like, but, but like they had, they were the last kind of remnants of Greek society. They were, they were big into their poetry and performance and prose and stuff like that. Like the, the, that's who they were. They were the ancient Greeks still living in recent enough time. And then it was just, wasn't going anywhere. It just kind of yeah. wasn't working with the modern world. So they just kind of went, oh, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's become Ottomans then and see what happens. <laughs> you they, know? they become little stools at the, at the bottom of, uh, no, the Ottoman is where you put the feet on. <laughs> it's odd that humans could transform into that, though. Isn't it? Is that, that's, that's how the... Yeah. All of them should be called Byzantium. That evolution or de- evolution? <laughs> yeah, wood evolution. <laughs> carpentry. The, the carpentry. It's you know the theory of carpentry. The world according to <laughs> so Spud. Before we devolve any further, um, KLF documentary. You watched it, the new one. Oh, come here, come here, come here. I'll tell you the wolf story first. I'll tell you. Oh the yeah, wolf do, story do, first. do, yeah, thought, yeah. So I was working away with with, with the boss man and uh, we're working in the house and he says, look, we have to go get some timber. So we get in the car, hook up the trailer, drive down to another village and we go into the, one of the places that he keeps the horses and he had this, there was this old building that was, must have been, I don't know, 100, 150 years old. And there was all these old rafters and beams left over, you know, and some of them are, are grand. And... Uh, so he pulled up the park, the, the, he parked up the trailer. I got out and I was, he wasn't doing his back as fucked. So I was lifting in all these massive big things. They're heavy enough. Like, and while I was doing it, and I've, I've told you about this plenty of times before, I like being in that type of work because you're just in the zone. There's nothing else in your mind other than what you're doing. You know, mm. I think there's a great freedom in it. Like even the monks in early Christian monasteries, now they would talk about this when they were transcribing texts you know, copying one to another one. They would just had this flow of work that was going so well, you know, and they would talk about how this was like a meditation, being close with God and stuff like that. And then, you know, I have to say, I kind of feel the same way that when you're in this flow of work and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing at that perfect moment, everything goes wonderfully well, you know? Mm. So here I was anyway, I was loading the, the things into the trailer and I bent down to pick up one and I heard something in my head say, wolf. <laughs> <laughs> And I immediately turned around and there was, a, there was this massive, um, steep, mountainy hill uh, just across the river from us. And I just stood there and I went, there's a fucking wolf looking at me. Where the fuck is he? I know he's here somewhere, you know. Yeah. So I spent about two or three minutes there just looking for this thing until, until your man realized I wasn't doing that. And he said, hey, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I, don't know, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think there's a wolf over there. Oh, shut up, will you be fucked? You kind of thing. But like, but I sent it to you and you were like, there was definitely a wolf. Definitely, definitely a wolf looking yeah, at no you. And I, had, I mean, it's the only thing, like, I mean, mm. Or, or a very crafty cat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll project wolf into Spud's head. Mm, wolf. <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced it was. Though. I'm absolutely convinced it was. Cause there's loads of wolves here. The, 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 the boss man drove down to the horses there one morning last week. And um, early, early in the morning, around fucking, what do you call it? Sun up, dawn. And um, <laughs> it was a, so bright, up, bright light in sky. What's that? Bright light arrives. <laughs> New light of day. <laughs> there was eleven wolves we saw in the field right beside where we were driving. So there's loads of them down here. I think. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell myself 
forever that that was a wolf. A wolf got in my head. It was like warging fucking Game of Thrones. And you didn't watch that. But then again, it wasn't on the TV show. It was only in the book. The oh. book was way better because they it's were able finished, to... It's not finished though, is it? To, uh, well, I think... No, there's another one coming, isn't there? But sure, ah, I don't know what the fuck he's at. I, I think he just wants to die, to <laughs> be honest, because the book is too much pressure on him. Yeah, Honest imagine. to God, he keeps just fucking... Well, it's like like way less pressure now, isn't it, considering the, the TV show ended five. so badly. You know that the TV show ended yeah, so badly. Everyone says it ended badly, but well, I don't know. But like, know. but the TV show, everyone says it ended badly, but it it ended exactly how it was supposed to end. It's the same with the end of the Lord of the Rings. People give out with the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but it's like it's a happy ending. Do you want a happy ending or not? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I I, th- I thought the end of Game of Thrones was suitable. To be honest, nice. I thought it was alright. No, yes, yeah, I had the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut the same fuck up, same thing about the end of Lost. You've right? had, yeah, you've, happy. Had, you've had you've had <laughs> you've had 10 seasons of free entertainment and you're moaning that the last two or three episodes are oh on HBO's not free yourself, <laughs> you have to pay for HBO alright yeah that's right yeah, I obviously I don't even have HBO in Poland they probably do I don't know anyway um, KLF Tommy yeah 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 so this documentary is by the same guy who did the other documentary, which was uh, Best Before Death. Paul Dunn, yeah. Which the one um, that we talked about previously. Well, we talked about the the 17. We did, and that Bill Drummond episode, I think we talked about both, doc, both documentaries, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Now that, yeah, yeah, so yeah. So yeah, this, yeah. Was, this was filmed <clears throat> I, at the same time as he was doing the uh, Best Before Death documentary, which is the one where he's following them around for three or four years, following Bill Drummond formerly of the KLF, around for three or four years as he does his various different art projects around the world. Um, he's in, still in the middle of that world tour. It's, 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 it's uh, not a couple of years or whatever. So so this was around the time of the reunion of the KLF of sorts, which was 25 years after the, you know, the amazement of burning a million pound on an island in Scotland. 23, Tommy, 23. I thought it was 25 23 years. is the number. Was it not twenty? Right. Well, no, I, thought, oh, I, thought, I thought it was twenty-five oh, it was years. Twenty-three. Right. Well, twenty-three is this number. If it wasn't, if it was, if it was twenty-five, uh, the ship's not twenty-three. Whatever. Some years later, yeah. um, they mm-hmm. had a get together and they drove uh, an ice cream van through London. <laughs> it was through London, wasn't it? For that, remember, and, uh, Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool. There you go. I'll, uh, I should have let you do the introduction. You see, you uh, you have notes. <laughs> I'm going by my uh, little old brain. But uh, it's it's. It's a very different documentary from Best Before Death, which is a very kind of, um, it's all, it's an intimate, you know, with Bill Drummond. It's very on coming, you know, from him. It's about him, it's interviewing him, the people around him. Whereas this documentary is more about the periphery, as far as I can see, of the KLF and the people around it, rather than, it's not following Jimmy Cauty around for the two weeks of the event or Bill Drummond. It's their yeah, kind of, yeah, 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 or yeah, the yeah. guest stars, the background <clears throat> that come in. It's, you know, it's the, it's the thing around which the drama unfolds, but they're, you know, they're not, apart from here and there, they're not really present. But it, it, it ends with Jimmy Cauty, I suppose, with the great shot of Bill Drummond just cutting wood in the background. It's so perfect. <laughs> cutting wood for no reason. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> just going, we're going to do an interview. You can just know we went, I'm just going to cut wood. <laughs> Per, I'll, I'll just get perfectly on the t- rule of thirds as well. There's no problem here. <laughs> so you see, at one stage, he puts down he puts down the saw. He looks at it, scratches his head, blows into his hands to make it look like he's been fucking there all day. Like, fucking joker! What are you, ass, you clown? You know it's pretty. 
fucking hilarious. You know? um, I thought this really good. I think I liked it more than you, to be right. honest. Um, oh, don't get me wrong. I didn't dislike it. I just, I just, it, it was more. Uh, I was expecting more. I don't know, like the other ones where it would be or the lads. The lads, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll uh, yeah. enjoy it more when I watch it again. I would say, when I know, you know, I'm not. I think, I think what I liked about it was that it, it kind of showed that how far the tentacles of the KLF have reached and how it has touched people's lives, kind of thing. And like, okay, like there's one part of me that's like. If I was in a band and, and 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 you had these type of strange obsessive fans, that would freak the fucking shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was telling you before that um, back in when we years ago when we were doing the Poland podcast, we ended up at this uh, art exhibition. One of the lads, the American lad, he was an artist, the resident resident artist in the college, and he he did an exhibition. So we turn up at this thing and after we we hang around and have beer and whatever, and we're at this table and there's I don't know. 10, 12 of us kind of thing. And almost everyone sitting at the table knew us from the podcast and we didn't know them at all. Right, and yeah. it kind of freaked me out a bit, you know, mm-hmm. because like they knew stuff about us, personal stuff that we had said on the podcast, not on purpose, just you know yeah, yourself. Yeah. You just you loose lips mm-hmm. on a podcast. And they knew tons of stuff about us. And like you're sitting, just like we're sitting there going like, I don't know, I don't know you or these yeah, women, yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah. they were, and also they, they were, gagging for us like they really wanted to have sex with any of us any one of us could and, have and had any of these women you know? thankfully I had my wife with me no absolutely not no 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 I'm a happily married I'm a happily married man and it's it's a very it was a very 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 strange experience yeah. and when I was watching this I was getting kind of rings of that just going like it must be so bizarre for them to have these fans who are like that but then some of them seem so fucking normal as well and yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. You, you, you've bought one of these bricks, haven't you? No, no, no. I was going to, Have and then I, I didn't. No, I, 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 I suspect I will, though. Um, it's, 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 it's not that it's I kind of went off the idea. I just didn't get around to it more than anything. So, look, the, 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 the crux of, of the documentary, I have to explain the bricks, the crux of the, yeah. of the documentary is that they're building a pyramid mm. made of bricks, made of yeah. normal stone red bricks, you know. But... What they want you to do is they want you to give uh, 23 grams of your cremated remains and that will be put into the brick and then the brick is sent off then and is put into this pyramid. So it's going to take, you know, they reckon about 200 years to build this kind of thing. So while I think it is a cool and interesting idea, I don't know if I, I was trying to think like, like what bands do I love that much that I would do something like that for like, you know, I'm a massive Pearl Jam fan Mm. and, Led Zeppelin fan, Radiohead as well. And I was thinking, like, I don't think I'd do it for any of them, to be honest. I think it's too much of a... Um, I think it's a, it's this weird problem that I have in me, this kind of shadow, whatever you would call it, that, like, I kind of have to see myself as a lone wolf looking at the community rather than being a part of it. So, right. and I always, I always find this thing of this longing and needing a community, especially around bands and celebrities and all that kind of stuff. I find that very, very strange. Like living in the village where I am now, I obviously know that a sense of community is incredibly powerful and needed because, you know, I don't have a fucking sander. I need to go next door and ask for one kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you can't yeah. do that in Sydney because there's no sense of community. So I totally understand that sense of community, but a sense of community that's connected with a band or with a, an artist like that, I find that 
hard mm-hmm. and I can't explain why. No, I, no, I, I don't I, think I, the I, words are coming out properly. No, you're, you're you understand? I, I absolutely understand it. Yeah, it's it's loss of indi- individuality, I think, is, is the thing of like be seen right. as just one of the yeah. um you know, one of the many, you know, it's it's in, like this is not the right words because it's 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 like a loss of specialness and it's not exactly I, I don't think you're not doing it because you want to be special, but it's it's you it's it's more closer to specialness in the in the individual sense. And if you're going to mm. in some way join a cause, possibly a band doesn't seem to have that much kudos. You know, it seems, um, tri- <laughs> you know, yeah, trash yeah, 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 or, yeah. you know, um, you know, I mean, build a pyramid to flip it. Flip it. No. That's exactly the word. Yeah. Like build a pyramid to end, mm. you know, world hunger or something, you know, like, uh, although. Yeah. And, and as well, Tommy, like, like if it, if it isn't flippant, if it isn't flippant, then it's obsessive. And obsessive yeah. is very strange. That's worse, <laughs> you know. That's worse. Whereas if it's flippant, um, it's like, ah, yeah, I might do, for, I might do it for the crack. But well, I tell you why like, I was interested in it. You're not really it. taking it seriously. Yeah. Well, the reason why yeah. I was interested in it is that I think it's it's make me slightly more interesting that the uh, as, as a person to go, yeah, yeah. When I die, I'm going to be in a pyramid built by by Bill Drummond and uh, <laughs> Jimmy Cody, and it makes it a bit more me a bit more interesting. Which is I, so I'm getting the opposite of what you would get from it. In that you yeah. you're getting Strange, lost huh? into the collectiveness world. But the the reason why it only works for me is because there'd be no one I would ever talk to who would probably even know who Bill Drummond or Jimmy Cody is. So there's an exoticness <laughs> to it. But if let's say it was U 2s pyramid. Where everyone is aware of it, and you know, there's so there's no yeah, unique. Yeah, yeah. To say, then I have exactly what you're on about. So I only, you know, I would go well. I'm right. being Bono's pyramid. You know, everyone, you know, it's common. Only commoners yeah, yeah, go yeah, into yeah, Bono's pyramid. But I also <laughs> love the the kind of well. The one thing is the you know, it's twenty three grams. So you still get to do whatever you want with the majority of your ashes, which allegedly the majority of your ashes aren't your ashes when they come out of the crematorium anyway. Yeah, so, it's the timber yeah. from the coffin anyway. <laughs> well, I've been told that mix everything is mixed. On who was born? Yeah, they mix. They mix. They mix. So, it's usually anyway. it's usually five or six people in one yeah. in uh, mix between. So the so, chances are, my twenty three grams in a pyramid is going to be Fred who died the, the same day as me, rather than me. <laughs> anyway, but there's just something. I one of the other things is I actually want the brick because when you when you sign up for it, they send you an actual brick, not the brick that they're going to use, but just kind of you know to have to justify I suppose the hundred pound in some way and then you get Tommy, to them Tommy yeah. man Tommy Tommy I could give you a fuckload of bricks for 100 pounds <laughs> no, 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 no problem am there I really <laughs> but it says KLF in this brick can you, can you give me a, it probably doesn't even say KLF could, in the brick I I could probably uh, carve KLF into a brick for you if you want Tommy. <laughs> I could probably do that myself in fairness a breeze block just with KLF written on it but, uh, but obviously I'm not that intrigued by it because I still haven't done it but when I, when I heard about it first I've gone yeah. oh, I'm definitely doing that and then you know, it's three or four months later I'm going yeah I haven't done that <laughs> that's, that's that's interesting um, the best bit of, of me for this documentary I think it's a fascinating idea I think it's absolutely a fascinating yeah. idea though. and I really like that the first person in it is Jimmy Cody's uh, brother that, 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 I thought that was quite sweet That, that was, you know, it seems that something it grew out of that Simon, yeah. but the occult symbology of it as mm. we've talked about previously on the other podcasts it comes into the blood of the saints being, you know, your blood being mixed with the blood of the saints, and then you know, being formed into clay, being put, you know, into the urn and being put into it. It's there's a an absolute occult symbology to it as well, which I find fascinating as well. Given that you know, there, there's the constant kind of retort from Bill Drummond that oh, he doesn't know any of this stuff. He fucking does. There's no question that like, he's not stumbling upon uh, upon all of this just <laughs> haphazardly. So that 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 would also give me a kind of a. a I don't. I don't know, man. I got. I got the- 
I got the impression from this. I got the impression from this documentary that I think I think Jimmy Carter pulls more of the shots. Actually, he does. He seems more the kind of a I just kind like of got that impression. The cheeky smile. Yeah, I think, that, that kind I of, think he's. Yeah. I think he's the magician here, and I think right. I think Bill Drummond is just someone. I'd say he knows, but I think Carter is the instigator, and then Drummond goes. Drummond up, ups everything a notch or two. You know, I would say Drummond say is the, the John D, and Carter is the mm. Edward Kelly. You know, Edward the, the Edward Kelly was the kind of mm. the, the miscreant, the, the the criminal. You know, the trickster. Where John D was the you know the, the yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of like the a bit more yeah. That's not to say that Bill Drummond isn't uh, hasn't his own brand of weird and you know has has a <laughs> a lot to offer. But I do Absolutely. know it could like that. I got, that hey, I got a couple of um. Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Oh, so the, the, that scene in the pub where, uh, no, no, you the first. Talk, where they're talking about the, the flyer and that, you, uh, you know, you can only get in if you have a flyer and get caught. He's uh, saying, well, you only if you got it organically. You know, if someone just gives you the flyer, then <laughs> it doesn't entitle you. And you can just see the smile <laughs> on his face. He's going, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to get it. The best line in the entire, <laughs> the entire thing was the um, security guard. Because you only could get in on various things if you were had a brick if you had a flyer, if you were under 23 or over 80, and a couple of other things. One, The main was if you had a trolley. You, you could trolley. In, you had to have a trolley. Yeah. And so your man's trying to plead this case, case with this kind of bencher dude. It seems like good fun. And he's just kind of going, yeah, no, I'm not letting you in. You know, th- th- these are the rules. And your man comes out with this thing. Of, oh, well, I, I want to buy a brick. I'm here. I'm going to buy a brick. The whole thing. And your man just kind of looks and goes, you sure you can't just get a trolley? <laughs> I, just, I just thought it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just and so then good. Loads of people, loads of people walk around to the local Tesco, which Tesco. is obviously very, very close. <laughs> put a quid into, put a quid in for a trolley and steal the trolley, and then the, the, the cops turn up <laughs> with Tesco <laughs> workers and have to take back all the fucking trolleys. <laughs> your man goes, your man goes. Uh, it's just happening all over the place, all over the country that uh, all these trolleys are going missing. Or is it only here? Like, what's what? This is very strange. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so you were saying you had a number of um, synchronicities I, when you were watching it. I had a couple of weird. I look, they weren't personal synchronicities, but weird. Two kind of weird things happened when I was watching it. As I started it, and they were talking about the idea of the pyramid. <clears throat> An awful movie started on telly. No, no, no one's watching telly. They're all sitting there having the crack. But it was just on kind of thing, you know. And it was uh, Halle Berry's. Catwoman, which I'd never seen, but the rolling, I know, the the rolling credits at the start of it have lots of Egyptian uh, imagery, pyramids, oh, uh, right, stuff right. like that. So I was like, oh, okay, that's that's a bit of a coincidence. And um, secondly, then at the end when they have the 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 lady cements down the first brick and they're doing this uh, ritual, I suppose is the best name ceremony. Um, when that came on, at the exact same time, um, the channel had been changed or whatever in the meantime. But what came on was um, a Ukrainian Orthodox funeral was on telly. Oh, right, I right. just kind of looked up from the screen. And while they're doing this one ritual on telly and the big screen in front of me, there's like, there's people like, and you know, the Orthodox Church with the, the lads yeah, with yeah, the yeah, long yeah, beards yeah. and then and, and the crazy cool hats and then you have all the baptists in, in the in the congregation with their heads covered with the scarves and all that kind of thing and it's just okay that's that's too that's that's very that's weird <laughs> but that's that's they're not personal synchronicity yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. too, too well i mean the t- i know you can push, be connected with it you're pushing the personal thing because i assume that's coming from the the young thing of it. it's personally meaningful is it makes it the synchronicity but it's personally mm-hmm, meaningful mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. in the sense that you had 
the interaction with it. That makes the oh yeah, I, I caught it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I so it's it. it's yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, synchronicity yeah, exactly. would not be it's so it, that's the that's the person meaningful bit of it rather than saying that it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah It didn't yeah, speak yeah. to something about you. It's, that's not what the person is. Just I know you understand. Yeah. But it's just for yeah, yeah, yeah. For it wasn't sake. about me, but it was about about the movie. It was a bit yeah. a bit a bit strange, you know. It was um. What else happened in it? Was the, the Undertakers were interesting. I like yeah, them as they a couple. Were there was these people. two Undertakers. Yeah, they were good crack. They were oh, no, um, I, they, they, just they, 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 kind of go to William Blake's grave. That's interesting that he's buried with eight other people or something. That's 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 sad in one ways. But like, since the guy who wants to be in a pyramid with two thousand other people, you know what I mean? Like, God's sake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least two thousand. Yeah, whatever. Be loads. Yeah. Yes, they, they went to William Blake's thing and they had this little interview about you know why they became uh, Undertakers. And um, they're a very kind of artistic or hippie-ish type of people who were like, you know, they were they said said that they were approached by KLF and asked about this thing and they jumped at the chance because they're like, well, this is like a kind of a, this is an opportunity to, to be an undertaker in an artistic kind of sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Obviously, <laughs> how arty can you be as an undertaker? Like, wow. Well, should I use this shade, this shade of rouge on the lips or should I, you know, whatever? Like, I don't know. Um, should I wire the mouth shut with nylon today or with leather? <laughs> you know, twist and stuff like that. You know, and it's they were they were they were just cool people, and the way that they were talking about to say that yeah, like to, to that, that we can be a part of this bizarre ritual thing is quite cool. I was taken by them. I'm not really getting across how, how, how uh, what they were saying, but... Um, They've an interesting yeah, bit when where you watch were, it yourselves, uh, listeners, you'll see. They're an interesting couple. They're very nice. There's an interesting bit where they said they uh, asked Bill Drummond to come down to do some work experience, and he came down and did a funeral <laughs> with them and said, that, you know, fair juice to him. But and then the kind of thing, I don't think we'll get Jimmy down to do it. And there's this kind of look of, no, <laughs> he's not doing that. <laughs> Imagine Bill Drummond doing your doing your funeral. I can't. I can't imagine that. I can absolutely imagine thing. him that. <laughs> what a thing! What a what a what a what a strange kind of um, business to find yourself falling into. Because they said that they had been doing other stuff before they became Undertakers. You know, I was like, how do you like do you, strange thing? Because like I know I know in in Ireland to become an Undertaker, you need to study in. England is the I think the, I think it's in Wales I think it's Cardiff has a course on undertaking I presume it's called mm-hmm. so you have to study over there my family actually the cousins of my dad are undertakers and uh, yeah it's a uh, it's a strange art <laughs> it's a strange <laughs> one in Ireland in that you have so many undertakers that are also pubs and you know there seems to be this uh, you know this connection yeah. that like one son gets the pub or something another person does the undertaking <laughs> the other fellow becomes a priest whatever it is but there's so many kind of pubs um that are also undertakers it's very weird yeah well, not so many it's but mad, the elite, yeah. i know I five at least you know, no, no, but the more the more you the more you go down the country and get out of the cities you see it you see it more often all right yeah it's um yeah i know a fellow was an undertaker and uh he walked out of it one day. He, he didn't know who was coming in. It ended up being a cousin of his, and he just down tools walked out. I'm not doing right. this anymore. Right. Or, yeah. And yeah. if they'd have fucking told him, he probably right. still, still would have been an undertaker. It's just like he was in there working. Next thing, the body is put on the table. It's his fucking cousin died in a car crash, and he's like, "We oh, didn't even out. know that he died, or that." No, he hadn't a clue. He didn't right. know. He didn't know. Could you imagine finding out that yeah. way? Fucking horrible. You know, terrible. Well, sure, look, that's what it is. The, um, 
the sonic weapon bit that was fucking hilarious oh, yeah, that was well. brilliant, yeah. do you remember <laughs> yeah 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 oh that's just that's such a klf thing to do it's just so it's like so uh yeah well you explain it you explain it so Cotty, Cotty, Jimmy Cotty bought a, a field or was renting a field. There was a hill on it. And they were having uh, various chemicals had been partaken, <laughs> I presume, <laughs> at a party, a rave kind of thing. And he rented these two fucking armoured cars from somewhere, these kind of tank things, armoured cars. And um, so they let off um, speakers or something on them at this huge decibels. And next thing, fucking this, they give us a rap on the door, and there's the farmer next door. He's like, killing the fucking cows. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? So the, the, the noise was so loud. One of the cows had fucking died of shock. So they came over, and he was like, come on, touch it, it's dead. And I'm like, ah, okay, it's dead. And then, like, the, the police found out about it. It got leaked to the papers and all this. And then they came up with this story that, like, they had the, they had, um, caught, he had bought, a sonic weapon <laughs> 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 and it got so it got so far like this lie got so big and so big and so far that you ended up having ended up the department of justice in, in england whatever the fuck they're called end up calling around and like they're wanting to arrest Cody for like terrorism charges and all this kind of stuff because he has this secret weapon for killing animals <laughs> oh, yeah. but there's a photographer they talked there's a they talked to a photographer who had been at the party and he said that like every time we were asked about this we would make the lie bigger <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, rolling and rolling and rolling going it's a bit like that um you've probably seen it there's a documentary called um oh god i can't think of the fucking name of it now and it has all the best of the american stand-up you know what's it called the, the the aristocrats okay and it has all the best um american stand-ups in it basically the aristocrats is this ongoing joke about a family who do really depraved horrible things to each other at each other on each other but it's nobody's joke but when you tell the joke, you have to add more to it. So, okay. for example, you would say, oh, yeah, and then the father shit on the daughter's tits or something. And I'm, I, I have to keep that bit in. in <laughs> I have to keep that in the joke, but then add to it. The next and then the daughter turned around and she pissed on the babies, whatever. Like, it is disgusting. It's yeah. horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And Robin Williams is in it and he steals the show. It's hilarious. It's such a funny documentary. And it, yeah, I think um, oh, what's his name is in it? Chris, um, uh, the guy with the mad teeth, um, was in action films. Um, I've no idea. Uh, comedian, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, um, mad teeth. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has mad teeth. Um, uh, it's it's brilliant. It's it's hilarious. Like the the joke isn't good. The joke right, isn't right. good. But That's it's about point. how. No, the point is that he, as each stand up, hears the story and then tells it to the next stand up. It's about them just creating a worse product kind of thing, you know? And it's total KLF style. Yeah. The Sonic, well, jeez, I thought the Sonic weapon, like I laughed so hard at that the lads in the room were all looking at me, like, you all right? Like, because what was, what was on telly was a fucking Ukrainian funeral. They're like, what's, what's, this? <laughs> what's this mad foreigner laughing at? Like, oh, I'm, watching, I'm watching a documentary here. Is it funny? Yeah, it's really funny, you know? And, um, it's great. And then it ends then with, with, with the ritual and, and, and the first, um, or the ceremony with the first, um, brick being, being put down and as you said earlier it's uh, caught his brother uh, Simon and it's quite touching actually it is it's, yeah yeah I didn't think it would be because it's like it's a fucking brick you know what yeah, I mean yeah. and um, but yeah no it's it's quite good and while 
I wouldn't be part of it. I hope lots of people do become yeah. part of it because it's a cool thing to think there's going to be this pyramid there and in three, four, five hundred years time, there's going to be this pyramid and people are going to be like, wait now, what, they were fans of a band, a band, a band <laughs> yeah. this? and fans of the band put their ash. What? What <laughs> yeah. were our ancestors like? Oh, yeah. what times they must have had, you know? It's, but that isn't what's yeah, happening. It's because in five, six hundred years, it's going to be, well, who built this pyramid? Aliens. All right, okay. <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> they had, they had they sonic showed, weapons. Um, they had sonic weapons. Caught he shows at the end as well the million pound brick, which was made from the ashes of the million pound that they burned. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. Oh, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's um, a, that's in one of the other yeah, documentaries. It's, it's, they have uh, it in the the big blue container. Remember that one where he goes in and he's shown all the, um, yeah, the kind of stuff. It it's in there. Did right, they get yeah, one each, yeah, yeah, or did yeah, the, yeah. or does it just I assume it's just one? I love the story as well. The Gimpo talks about where they were, go, they were going to do this big exhibition or something, and then they decided, ah, we can't be arsing, or there wasn't, um. You know, whatever something didn't work out, so they said it. Decided instead that they were going to drive the truck off a cliff. <laughs> I was just go, yeah, just we won't do the exhibition. We just drive this off a cliff. <laughs> it's like the course, of course. Yeah, that 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 is the obvious. Then they, they, that, that was that was the, the thing they wrote the contract on that they wouldn't talk about the KLF for twenty three years. Yeah, and yeah. they didn't. And they didn't. Yeah. Fucking like they're just the hijinks and the madness of them is 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 fascinating. You know. And, uh, I do think, I think John Higgs' listen. points of saying that um, he reckons, which he doesn't in the book, but he reckons and he's interviewed in this, that he uh, thinks that maybe they burnt a million quid so people would leave them alone. You know, and just, can we just stop this nonsense of this insanity? Mm-hmm. And the only way is to do something really, I don't know, bizarre or whatever. But it's interesting in Gimpo, I think, mm-hmm. since later on that he goes like, you know, back in the day they were able to burn out you know, a million quid because they had the money to do it and stuff. Now we have a budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's mad, isn't it? And just destroying the, the royalties that they would have would have gotten. I presume that they are still getting some royalties from foreign plays. I don't have, like well, that, I, you know? there's nothing on Spotify or there's, you know. But, oh, well, uh, I heard them on Polish radio here not that long ago. Oh no, yeah, they have to be getting of people who actually have the CDs playing them. You know, there has to be some sort of yeah music yeah. licensing. Yeah, well, but like radio plays and stuff like that, like from all across the world, they'd have to be getting the check be, suppose, for a yeah. couple of grand every year. You know, they'd have to. Maybe it's not that much because I don't know how popular they are now. I mean, like what I love about the KLF is the madness and the discordianism of them. Yeah. But like the music, like really yeah. take or leave mostly leave yeah yeah, you yeah know, just, oh, I wish they were better I wish they were better it's music not better. You know, it's, like, it's not better been... just different maybe if they were a rock band <laughs> or something you know uh, that's just because that's my kind of sensibility my aesthetic rather mm. than the kind of although I do like electronic music um, but yeah it's, it's just, it doesn't there's, it's the, but I have this with an awful lot of artists and stuff where they're more interesting than me than their actual art. Like to a certain extent, I'm like that with Grant mm. Morrison and I've, other time, other people have talked about before. They're more interested in Grant Morrison than necessarily his run on Batman. You know, I don't really care about his run on Batman, but I listen to him talk about yeah, it because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. You know what I mean? So it's the yeah. same as I listen to. Yeah. I love Bill Drummond and, and Cody talking about the <clears> music <throat> and their approach and all that. That's fascinating. But the actual, you know. Songs going, mm, don't really care either way. Like the Tammy Wynette song, Grand, you know, it's a, yeah. it was a big song, so it's, you know, kind of there in the well, cultural pop background. Music, like, you know. yeah. yeah, it's pop music. Um, no, I'm just saying, yeah, I just, yeah, it would have been, 
But there's a bit at the start when Jarvis Cocker sings the (laughs) Justify the Names song. And I wrote to you, I was like, yeah, man, they should reform with Jarvis as a singer. Jarvis Cocker's a great, he's a brilliant singer. He's absolutely brilliant. He's such a distinct, distinct voice and accent, you know? Well, not distinct accent. It's a Sheffield accent. That's not distinct. But I mean, it's it's unusual. I think it's Sheffield or Leeds, isn't it? He's from anyway, it doesn't matter. But, um, He's a great singer, and if 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 they got back, if they did get back and did gigs and stuff with him as a singer, yeah, you'd be like, yeah, okay, fuck it, I'll go along to that, all right, for sure. You know? I wonder have they it's, done um, uh, other music that you know under a different name that you know, you, and you just never heard about it. Well, like I mean, you might know the music, but you don't know what's them. Like I, I think it would get out, Tommy, yeah, so there's, I, because yeah. there's too many kind of. Yeah, it's like Pearl Jam and Grateful Dead fans. Like these are hardcore fucking fans, and they'll know everything about the band, kind of thing. So if they did. I would have gotten out by now, you know. Um, oh, very interesting. As I think what kind of helped me a bit understand them a bit more was, was that, like, I'd, I had never gotten around to it, was listening to the Sephirian podcast with you. And so learning a little bit, little, little bit more about Discordianism in, like, proper, understandable yeah, yeah, English yeah. that isn't hijinks and trickstery and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm more and more convinced now that they definitely caught it. 100 yeah. percent knows what he's doing yeah, and he's yeah. this is this is it like he's read that book and he went yeah this is me i'm doing this <laughs> you know and i think drummond i'm not so sure if drummond really knows what he's doing but he's kind of like yeah he just kind of amps it up a bit you know which which yeah, is yeah. great yeah, you know? yeah 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 it's a great uh, yeah. pairing of them i haven't really looked into much of what cody has done since i know he is, he's basically an artist now that like the uh, last i look like he does installa- installation pieces and he's a couple of books and a couple of you know sculptures, I think, but it's kind of only a very cursory look at it. I must look into him because it's a. He looks like fucking. He looks like um Billy Connolly now, doesn't he? Does, he? With, he the, does, with the white yeah, glasses does, and the, yeah, yeah. the long beard and all. Like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. You know, it's a good look. Yeah, it's looking. Yeah, get it wherever you can find these films. Welcome on, to the dark on, ages. Um, it's good. Vimeo. Um, and I assume yeah. it's it's on it'll, it'll eventually go out to all the different places. His other one has got an official release now, the uh, Best Before Death, which is the one we talked about before. It is only came out this week, but uh, it was shown on Tally though. But I don't think there's any subsequent. Yeah, it was shown on BBC Scotland, wasn't it? Yeah. That's that's where we got it, wasn't it? BBC yeah. Scotland. Yeah. So there's no um, I don't think there's no re- there's no re-editing or no extra feature like the extra features on Vimeo is is uh, you get a subtitled version. <laughs> oh right, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but this one is is, is is made differently as well. There's there's usage of you know there's actual graphics and stuff. Yeah, in yeah. It. You know, there's like a, it takes a good a six or seven minutes of an intro of weirdness, like before it gets it. Like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. The intro is very different mad. different feel than uh, you know the previous ones. Like you wouldn't think it was done by the same director. It doesn't have remotely the same feel to it. No, no, because because the, the other one the, the other one is kind of like. It kind of could have been made by anyone because it's just a cameraman following someone around and asking yeah, the yeah. odd question. But this one, there's, you know, there's style and direction to it, you know. I wonder if that is, which is um, good. So because fair play the first one probably was done for BBC Scotland originally. That, that you know, there was a kind of a form. Yeah, uh, sure, maybe so. Take. Maybe that was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe so. I don't know. He's, he's on again, Twitter. I could ask. He him. was hardly. He was hardly commissioned. <laughs> He, yeah, but he was hardly commissioned by BBC Scotland. He would have gone to them with the idea, surely. Oh, know? yeah, I suspect. But they would have said, we'll give you money if you if you do it that isn't, you know, 10 minutes of mentalness at the beginning of it. And, you know, yeah. you have this kind of a... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. An actual suppose mandate you, of some sort. Suppose you have to follow the style rules yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, no, it's great. And I'm 
happy I watched it because uh, I've had it there for a while and I, I, I was kind of putting it on the wrong finger. But uh, did you watch no, the other I'm, version? I'm the more. one you give me of the YouTube one, <clears throat> which is a fan no, no. There's thing. one on YouTube which is which is all fan made stuff of the different things that went on around Liverpool. I connected with it. No, but when I saw that this wasn't the proper one, I, I didn't bother. But you were saying there's lots of the same footage in both of them anyway. Well, it just very you know? cursorily went through bits and pieces and I could say, oh, well, there's, there's a, at least two bits that I've seen that were in the other documentary. But yeah. there's an awful lot of stuff that isn't. Like, it, it's not... Yeah. I think I think there was the, 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 a good thing about this as well compared to the other one was that, like, it gives you a, a pretty decent idea of the KLF's, you know, history as a band. Whereas with the other one... You're expected to know who the no. fuck Bill, Bill Drummond is, you know. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of people like because like we're we're in the generation where like like we're actually not old enough to have been around when the KLF were around. We we would have been in oh, early like, teenage years, if that. I thought, well, what yeah. it's late eighty, so like I'm ten <clears throat> at the most, so ten, eleven, something like that. When yeah, it, so we we kind of missed it, you know. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so so you get to see kind of like how influential like, they were. They were fucking massive. They were massive, like probably. Yeah. Biggest dance act in the world at the time, kind of yeah. thing, you know. Completely by accident, how they got yeah, there. Yeah. But well, like, no, no, they had um, a manual. They had well, a manual. Yeah, okay, they had a manual. <laughs> in fairness, yeah, that's true. All right, and um, yeah, so it's 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 like like it. Well, it's, it's like that thing with the fans. Like you can see that like a lot of people are. Excuse me, no. For some people, it's a bit of a nostalgia buzz, and I think that's what maybe I don't like about it right. because it's. I wouldn't be a big fan of nostalgia, to be honest. Like, okay, like obviously I like listen to old music, Zeppelin and all that kind of stuff. But like, you know, I don't really see any point in like, you know, putting up Jimmy Page posters <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Or like, I wouldn't like. Okay, maybe if I had the money, I'd buy a Jimmy Page signed Telecaster or whatever. But like, no one has that type of money. But yeah. it's kind of like that kind of dedication to nostalgia. I find a bit. Uh, a bit, uh, a bit weird, you know. But look, whatever floats your boat. Mm-hmm. If you're into it, obviously, that that's you know you're into it. You know, bully for you kind of thing. But it's just it's just a personal thing, you know. It's, it's that thin line. That's what I was saying to you earlier. It's a thin line between like what's flippant and what's obs- obsessive, you know. Well, there's not yeah. a thin line. They're 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 polar opposites. <laughs> polar opposites. But yeah, like, yeah. but no. But but what I mean is like where. Well, well, being a fan where, is riding that line. That's that's is that what you're yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting at, you know. Yeah. And and for me, because I wasn't, I didn't grow up as a fan of Kayla. And even if I had been like 16 and they were around or I was 18 or 21, I'd have fucking hated that music. It was like, yeah, where's yeah. the fucking guitars? What the fuck is going on here? Like, you know, like I remember the Tammy Winnett song. It was massive on the radio and stuff like that. But mm. it just wasn't what it was. I, was more I remember the Doctor Who, but, you know, the Doctor Who one. That was definitely like something that... Yeah, so what yeah. would have been 10 or 11, 10, something. I can't really remember that. Time's weird. I don't know what it was. Whenever it was. Yeah, no, I don't remember that at all. Because I, I, I was never into Doctor Who anyway. I remember seeing Doctor Who and just going. Oh, no, I wasn't into Doctor what, Who what? either. But it was number one and it was huge and it was like all over the radio. Yeah. You, know, you know, it was a bit big. And that's pre-KLF, isn't it? So, I mean, well, so that means I would have been, yeah, yeah 13 maybe when, when KLF came out. So still, I know I wasn't yeah, cool, a cool enough 13-year-old. I mean, you, you might, might like the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you, you might like that music as thirteen year old, but you you don't get it. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? no thirteen year old has a fucking clue about anything in the world. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. um, no, it's great, great. Check it out. It's a really good documentary. Links in the show um, description, possibly. <laughs>
I was actually quite good about it recently. The test mate. Good doing it. Have you? Good man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I thought I, I thought I thought this week now I was going to talk about fl- flirting with Buddhism. We should we can keep that now till next yeah. week. Yeah. Because you explain to me all about the uh, Gil and his lovely voice. What's his surname? How do you say it? Fronstal. <laughs> okay, Gil <laughs> Fronstal. Obviously, his parents didn't like him at all. Like <laughs> when he was born. Well, it could be worse. Gilbert. Um, Hello, Gilbert. Gilbert the Buddhist. Gilbert. And then people would pronounce it wrongly, Gilbert. Yeah. Did I tell you about the time I was working in the Irish Independent and I pronounced a lady's name wrong and because I thought her name was pronounced how it was written and 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 close to what uh, what word it rhymed with. Yeah. You see, I thought her name was Regina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Her name was Regina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so my career in the Irish Independent didn't last very long after that. <laughs> But it's like it's just so I mean, weird words. Just before we go, the one the biggest thing about words I learned this uh, this week or last week was that um, hyperbole is pronounced hyperbole, and it's the same word. And I was like, "On what?" <laughs> but it is. <laughs> I, I know. Say it again. Hyperbole Hyper- and hyperbole yeah. are the same word. They're the same word. Yeah. But yeah, why is that? And what was it? <laughs> well, no, it's because it? hyperbole isn't how it's pronounced. It's hyperbolic, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's hyperbole. Uh, and it's, uh, it's English like, is such a fucking fuck up of a language. It really <laughs> is. There's that thing about like you can spell fish as a P H Y. Uh, you can spell fish without any without using any of the proper the letters. It's P H Y. P. Let me think of it. P. P H is F Y I N S. What's the H then? And I think it's is a C. Is it C? I see something, I don't remember. But yeah, you can spell fish without actually using any of the proper letters. And it's just like, it's just a fucking useless language. <laughs> it's awful. I don't know why it's so popular. Like you have, how many tenses have we got in English? You, you think there's fa- <laughs> You think there's past, present and future. Like, you know, yeah. most fucking languages. Yeah. Past, present, future and like... A Conditional. And maybe. Yeah, yeah. And maybe tense. Remote can you know? look. <laughs> fucking Jesus, it's a mess. Polish has the four, four tenses. That's all. It's great. Yeah. But the English has is it sixteen tenses or something like that, and uh, and trying to explain to people when you're teaching them is like okay, but why? Why is there different past tenses? And you're like, well, it's basically just to emphasise that something was going on in the past. Yeah, but it's finished. Look, listen to me. <laughs> I only I only speak this language because of six hundred years of fucking occupation. All right, it's not by choice I speak English. It's because yeah. I have to. All right. <laughs> No such thing as free will. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, Tommy. (laughs) Bye.